0: Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Bestselling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison.
1: Welcome back to the show and today we are diving into my Instagram DMs because I get so many messages from people asking for help and advice. So I've chosen one today which covers guilt and trust, two big issues that I see coming up with all my clients So I hope this is going to help you listening today. Let me read to you the direct message that I got. Hi, Sarah. I followed you ever since I got divorced. My husband had an affair, something that put me into complete shock. Five years later, and I'm still struggling to move on with other guys. Not because of him. I've gained the love in myself and realized I was too good for him. Great but I feel guilty towards my daughter that she shouldn't have any me time. She doesn't see her dad that often, only in the holidays. And even then I can't let my guard down. I almost feel that any new man I let into my life will let me down, but not just me, me and my daughter. And I can't bear to put myself or her through that. Is this normal behavior? Thank you for any advice you might be able to share. Well, thank you for messaging me. Obviously, I'm gonna keep it anonymous. So where do we start with this? Well, first of all, please be reassured that it is completely normal to have your guard up, to want to spend as much time as possible with your child when you've gone through a really tough situation like that. So it's totally normal and obviously feeling guilty about not spending time with your child is very common. When you go through a breakup, any kind of breakup, whether it's amicable or you're, by term, aggressively severing, which I know lots of you are who are listening, then it can make you feel, as a parent, very guilty. This is really common, because you might have that view that, growing up without two parents living together is a disadvantage or not the fairy tale that you wanted for your kids. Maybe you grew up with two parents together and it makes you sad that you can't offer the same to your children or maybe you didn't have the opportunity of growing up together and you really were banking on creating that family unit so that your children can enjoy being in that that home with both parents. So of course, when this isn't happening anymore, and I know for many of you, the rug was pulled from underneath your feet and you didn't see it coming, but also there's some of you who had to step up and be brave and make the decision to leave as well. I know that that will obviously trigger feelings of guilt. It is a normal human reaction to have those negative feelings like guilt, like worry, like stress and anxiety. Okay, so please, please don't worry. You're totally normal. It's very common behavior. I see it a lot. And we all go through that after a breakup if you've got children. Now we want to wrap them in cotton wool, don't we? (laughs) Forever. All that bubble wrap, you know? Imagine wrapping your little jar from head to toe in bubble wrap and saying, right, no one will ever hurt you. You'll never have to go through any tough times. Well, in some ways we wish for that, but actually is that best for your child? Well, no, and there are studies now that show that children that suffer from some kind of adversity, I'm not talking extreme abuse or poverty or starvation, anything like that, obviously, but children that go through some challenges as they're growing up, like a divorce or parents separating, obviously that is a tough time for children But it can benefit them in the long run because they become stronger because they used to understanding that life doesn't always work out the way that we hoped it would or that we even thought it would or maybe we were told as children it would. You know, sometimes life changes path and actually children that have navigated that and come out the other side and know that they can survive it are in a lot of ways better equipped to cope. Okay. now this obviously is enhanced if you have a role model, at least one parent that is showing you that this is the case. And this is really what I want to say to the lady that sent me the, the DM, because you are a role model for your kids. Okay. whatever you are doing at home during your breakup, moving on from your breakup, your children are watching and they are learning because they learn their behavior from us and other people in their lives influential people in their lives but they are watching us and absorbing especially at a very young age how to cope with life's ups and downs okay how to form their coping strategies they will be unconsciously learning from you what you do when certain things happen so when someone leaves you when you are betrayed when someone's hurt your feelings What do you do when that triggers those negative emotions? So they'll be watching. So if you're the kind of person that shuts off from the rest of the world, they may well learn that as a coping strategy. Now, I have to say, some kids will copy. And you may remember this from your childhood. You may have copied your parents, did you? Are there certain things that you find yourself saying or doing or certain behaviors that you have now that when you actually look at them and shine a light on them, your coping strategies may be for difficult situations. Can you trace that back to where you learn that strategy? Now, some of us will copy what we've learned. And some of us may take certain strategies and say, actually, I'm gonna do the absolute opposite of that because I don't want to be like this, or I don't want to end up like that person. So it can work both ways, but you can track it back to where you really learn your strategy, whether you copied it or you did the opposite. Where did you learn those strategies? Now, remember, your children will be watching you because you are the most influential person in their life. So they're looking to see how these beliefs and values are formed. It's like the story where the mother comes in to the room and the child's on the floor and a little baby and there's a spider. A big, black, hairy spider on the floor. The mother screams and jumps up on the sofa. Ah! And the child associates spiders with fear and learns that's how you cope when you see a spider. So it's really interesting as you see how that has got passed down, even to you, if that's your reaction right now. Maybe you learned it from somebody. So, Or maybe it was a, a specific, difficult situation that happened where you learned that's the way to cope. In that moment, that's what you did. And then you held on to that moving forward. Even if these things don't serve us because they're unconscious a lot of the time. So we have to be very conscious about what we're teaching our children and what they might be picking up on. I had a client last week who was saying, yes, but my kids don't know that when I go to bed, I'm crying because I hide it. Now, they may not know the extent, absolutely, But kids just pick up on everything, don't they? They do. They can feel a lot more than we think. Okay. They do notice a lot more than we think. You must have had that where you're maybe driving your kid to school and suddenly they pipe up with something that you had no idea they'd picked up on or knew about. And you may have discussed it with someone, or you may not even have done that, but somehow they know. Well, that's the thing. Kids are very receptive. They do pick up on a lot more, even if it's on an energetic level, So they will still be learning and actually stuffing your emotions down and hiding them away from children, the negative emotions. Again, what are they learning from you doing that? Now, they will be learning that if you do have a negative emotion, whether that's sadness or upset, like this client from last week, you hide it you don't admit it, and you don't talk to people about it. In fact, you pretend everything's fine. Now, if your child is going to adopt that, are you happy with that? Because if you're holding to things and hiding them away, you're not expressing them. I had a client very recently, another client who said to me, sorry, you know, I was hiding my emotions from my son. Her son was called Jake and he was only six. And at school, one of the teachers contacted her and said, you know Jake's been acting really odd you know he's really been withdrawing from the class he's not been himself he doesn't put his hand up as much anymore he doesn't seem to be as happy she so I asked him if he was okay and he said he was actually feeling a bit sad but he wanted to hide it from everybody else because he didn't want to make anybody else feel sad too And that's when my client realized that that's what she does. She hides those sad emotions or she thinks she does from Jake because she doesn't want to bring him down. And even at the age of six, he's learning that he doesn't want to do that. He he, he doesn't want to show that he's sad in case he brings other people down. So what is it that you're doing that maybe your kids are picking up on now? I know that guilt is a really tough emotion because when you go through a breakup, obviously you are going to feel guilty. It's normal. Okay. It's very normal. However, not having your own life again is teaching your child that when you go through a breakup and things are tough, you shut down your own world and that it's hard to get back on track. And I think sometimes if we're really honest with us, with ourselves, sometimes, maybe if you're being super, super honest, you'll realize that sometimes it's a bit of an excuse to stop us from getting back out into the real world. It's almost like we have a safety net of our kids. And if we've got our kids around us, then we feel happy and safe and life is good. And we can't get hurt because there's unconditional love. And it's just a lovely environment to be in. However, that may well be true, okay? And I totally encourage all of you to spend as much lovely time with your kids as you can. However, the challenge comes when the kid thinks that that is what life is. That if tough things happen, you shut yourself down. Because remember, you're still the role model. Quality time with your children is super important it's also important that they see that you have your own life outside of them, okay? So that you are not using your kids as your crutch because that is a lot of emotional baggage to put on a child. Now, they may not realize that's what you're doing, obviously, consciously, but if you're not moving on with your life, your kids are going to grow up, you know? And my son's 12 now. He's really growing up. And you'll notice as they get older, they become more independent, And they don't need you as much for the same things. You know, they don't need you to watch them all the time, protect them all the time. They certainly, as they get older, don't want you to be around all the time. They might want their own space more. They want to engage with their friends. They want to talk to their friends, maybe rather than sitting with you and chatting as much as they used to. But this is all normal. So as your kids grow up and become more, more independent, I strongly recommend that you do the same, you become more independent from your kids. Now, this is a way of doing things where you can ease into it slowly. So if your kids are little and you're in that little bubble and you wanna spend as much time as possible with your kids, especially if you're co-parenting and splitting time with your children, then that's great. Do that, absolutely. I'm all for that, you know, spending as much time with your kids and having as many magic memories and magic moments as you possibly can that's a fabulous thing to do and to create some balance so as they start to get older we start to put things in place now I know this lady said she felt guilty however if we can do it in a way where the child is happy and you are happy then there should be no guilt right if we can eliminate the factors that cause the guilt like if your child isn't happy so we can do this in small steps. It's not about wrenching yourself away so that they no longer have any contact with you. It's about a fine balance between having quality time with you where you don't have your phone, you don't have distractions. It's just you and your kids, child, children, however many you've got, quality time, okay? So that your child gets their little uh, love bucket topped up by being with you and getting to spend that time with you and have that one-to-one uninterrupted connection, experiencing that unconditional love that you have for your kids. Okay, that's really important. And then when it comes to trying to put some small steps in place, organising a play date where, for example, your child is occupied with somebody else, they're having a great time, you're still close by, maybe you're still, you know, maybe they're still at the age where, the other parent has come around as well. At least you get some adult time and the kids get some time to play. Then we can build that up over a a period of time so that you can break away slowly, okay? It's not a fast thing and you still get those quality moments, those magic moments with your child, but you don't feel guilty because you know they're having a good time, okay? So as they grow, we need to grow too, okay? So we can start to expand those times without you just a little bit more and a little bit more. Now, I know a lot of you listening will be saying "But I don't want to do that. I want to spend as much time with my kids as possible. Hi, it's Sarah Davison here, the Divorce Coach. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. I just wanted to let you know about a free gift I've got for you, which I know will help you if you're struggling with your breakup or divorce right now. I'd like to offer you a free week's membership of my Heartbreak to Happiness online support group sessions with unlimited access to any of the groups during this time. So what are they? Well, these are friendly and confidential online support groups run by my accredited coaches. I've designed them to ensure that you know you're not alone and there is help and support out there to help you cope better. One delegate, Jane, said after her first session, I can't believe how much better I feel in just one hour. Another delegate, Wendy, said, My friends and family are so fed up of hearing me talk about this, and now I finally feel like I've found my tribe. I've designed these sessions so you'll meet other people going through similar situations, and you'll be able to share your story in a safe space. My specialist coaches are all trained personally by me and are there to offer support and help to enable you to dial down those negative emotions and let go of your ex. So I wanted to make a special offer to all my podcast listeners, which is a three weeks access to this unique support. It means that you will have access to as many support sessions as you would like to attend in a week. And we've got lots of days and different times to choose from. This is a great way to start to take your power back and help you feel more empowered. Remember, as I always say, it's not what happens to you that defines you, it's what you do about it that makes you the person you are. So sign up now at www.sarhadavison.com forward slash support group. That's sarhadavison.com forward slash support group to claim your free gift and to move from your heartbreak to happiness. I know a lot of you listening will be saying that I don't want to do that. I want to spend as much time with my kids as possible. And that brings us right back to being their role model because we want them to know that we have our own lives, right? Whether that's something that you do for your career or you are dating again, or you have an active social life, Or maybe you volunteer for a local charity. But knowing that you have a passion and interest, again, is something that's important to your kids. They want to know that you have your own life and you're secure and happy. Okay? So, actually, what is normal for them needs to be that you have your own life too. Because it's like on the airplane, right? When the oxygen masks come down, whose do you put on first? Your kids or yours? Yeah you put on yours first and then you turn to your child because you need to be strong, okay? You need to be happy and balanced and healthy in order to best look after your children and be the best role model so that they're learning emotionally the tools they need to survive, okay? It's super, super important that we think about this, not just the physical connection, but also the emotional learnings that they're taking from this to know that you can go through tough times, experience negative emotions, pick yourself back up and create a life that you're happy with, that gives you options and variety so you can shine your light. So dialing down the guilt is going to be a a recipe for you to manage over a period of time. Okay, so building up the time the kids aren't spending with you, but doing it in a way where they're still happy. You're not wrenching yourself away from them. And maybe, you know, you may have to go out to work. Maybe there's going to be times where your child isn't going to be happy or not there, but it's important they learn that you have to go out and do certain things for you. Because again, we want them to understand the real world, okay? And again, you know, you will be back. There's unconditional love there and you are in this little lovely bubble with them, which is fantastic, but you also have a life outside that you can grow and develop yourself. To be stronger for your kids. So it makes a lot of sense. I know it's not always easy, but actually, you getting back up on your own feet. Now, this lady that's messaged me is five years since her breakup. That's a long time. Okay. Now, if kids are very young, obviously, then it can be all consuming. And your whole world is focused on looking after them. But as I said, as they get older, it's about learning to grow yourself, building your own self reliance. So whether that's looking outside for a new hobby or a new group of friends, or maybe it's taking charge of certain areas of your life and getting back into the gym or joining a Pilates class or volunteering at a local charity, something for you that feeds and nurtures you is really important. And also gives you something to discuss with your kids. And so they can really understand what you do when they're not around. It's important, but of course, Do this at your own pace. However, it's important not to stay in your comfort zone because you'll stay stuck, okay? Now, this lady was also talking about not wanting to date again because she didn't want anyone to let her and her daughter down again. Now, I think we have to separate ourselves when we're talking about relationships because that relationship is with you, okay? And whatever happens between you is between adults and it's not impact on the kids. Obviously, if someone's gonna come in and they're gonna make grand promises, then that could have an impact on the child if that is being suddenly pulled away again. So I would very much recommend you don't introduce new partners to your kids until you are absolutely sure, absolutely sure that this person is around and is a keeper and is going to stay, okay? So at least for the foreseeable future and also discussing what they're going to promise your child, okay, just, you know, having fun in the moment, day by day, short-term plans, great, wonderful, long-term plans, I think, until you are absolutely sure this person is a keeper, and you're going to be together for a long period of time, then I would avoid those promises, over-promising to children, so you can avoid some of that, and also, I think it's important that you start dating for you. Again, as a role model to your kids, they want to see you moving on and you're happy. Okay. Now that doesn't mean at their cost. It's not as if you're choosing someone to date, which means you have less love to give your kids. So it's important to make sure they understand that they're your priority, that you care about them. And dating is something that grown-ups do, and it's really important and it's healthy. And being clear and not feeling like you can't do things because of your kids is essential now you might want to choose times when your kids are with your ex so that you don't have to interrupt your time with them I know what it feels like I've got so many clients who say I don't want to date when my kids are with me I just want to be home with them hanging out doing homework doing all the parenting things great absolutely And we have to make sure you make time with the other things in your life when they're not with you, okay? So that you get a chance to go out. Now, this lady said that her daughter rarely spends time with her dad. So in these cases, if that is the case, then we have to find somebody else in your breakup support team that I talk about a lot in these episodes who can come in and give you that freedom to get out and start dating, start going out with friends, going out for a drink. Because, again, you want your kids to be able to cope without you. These are muscles they need to build over time. Not in an upsetting way, but just so that you can go out for a couple of hours in the evening, have a drink with a friend, and come back. Okay? So building up that over a period of time. But doing it, first of all, with someone that they really like, that they're going to be occupied with, they're going to have fun with. So they get used to it more, and it becomes comfortable for them. So I understand that guilt is a big deal. At some point, we have to look at the bigger picture. What are you teaching your kids? What are they learning from this? And how can you be the best role model for them? And you being cooped up inside for until they leave the house, until they leave home, is just not a healthy option. And it's not going to give them a good grounding for when they get out in life as well. So it's tough I know and that's why small steps are the way forward you can do this you can take your control back and you can have it all you can have a great relationship with your kids quality time creating those magic moments and time for you which again is going to help your children with their mental health and understanding of adult relationships to aspire to as they get older one more thing about trust is that when you're in a relationship with somebody else, it's not about giving your trust away to somebody, okay? Because when you're giving your trust away, it kind of feels like you're out of control. They have to earn your trust, okay? And in a lot of my episodes, I talk about how to figure out if someone is a good partner. You know, if someone is trustworthy, you have to feel this, your instinct will tell you, okay? Take off the rose-tinted glasses and see them for who they truly are, not who you want them to be. And also learning to listen to your internal burglar alarm system, okay? So if it's going off and you're thinking, oh, this doesn't feel right, it probably isn't, okay? And you should at least explore that, discuss it, communicate with your partner to find out whether really there is something that should be setting those instinctive warning signs to go off because you want to nip them in the bud, okay? But this is all about learning to trust again. If you can hone your radar for the red flags of someone that is not trustworthy, that lies, that lets you down, that repeatedly is not reliable for you, then the signs are there. And it's for you to take those on board, learn the lessons, so you're not repeating the same mistakes again. So my advice to the lady who has kindly written in, my dms with this question is to learn to trust yourself and hone your radar so you can make sure you're making the right decisions with who you're going to date don't rush in to introducing somebody to your daughter too quickly until you know that they're a keeper okay to dial down the risk of getting hurt again and maybe disappointing your daughter Although I really strongly hope that you don't avoid relationships in order to avoid pain. Because again, that's like we talked about at the beginning with wrapping your kids up in bubble wrap. There is going to be hurt and pain in the world. They're going to get let down. People are going to lie to you. You're not going to get the job you wanted. Things are going to go not as you want them, badly, maybe really terribly badly in some cases. And learning to adjust to that will actually make you stronger. Not getting into things to avoid getting hurt means you miss out on all the highs as well as the lows. And that is not what a life worth living is all about, in my opinion. So it's about time that you take your power back, step up. I know you said you're over your ex, but if you're still not dating, if you're still not trusting, they still have some power over you because you're still not getting back out there and living your best life, which is what I really want for you. So I hope you found this interesting. I hope there's been lots of things in this episode that have really helped you. Remember, dial down the guilt, move at your own pace, slowly but steadily forward. important to keep that momentum. Don't give your trust away. Allow someone the opportunity to earn it. And if they aren't earning it, then get the hell out of there and then move on happily to another potential opportunity. So... Get back out there, guys. Give it a go. Don't live your life with the lights dimmed down. Shine your lights bright. Get out there. And remember, you only live once. Thank you for listening and allowing me to guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode.
0: That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.